platform. Watch Missions Live is my stage. But if I'm the only one screaming for it from it, there's still only so many stories that I can talk about my God doing. So Watch Missions Live has become my monorail. It's my stage for all missionaries to stand up and scream from the rooftops to anybody who will listen how awesome our God is and the things that he's doing. If you're like me, you have a heart for missions and may have already done some missions work yourself, but you also see some huge issues in the way missions are being done. Like why are we still sending out monthly newsletters in a digital age when technology allows for instant updates in the palm of your hand? Or why are we convinced that we need to raise two years support before going when all 12 disciples dropped what they were doing and walked away? Or why are we allowing denominations to decide who can and cannot go do what God is calling them to do just because of things they've done in their past? And at what point did we brand following Christ to be a life of scarcity and sacrifice when it's truly a life of abundance and privilege? These are some of the blaring questions in the missions world today. And Watch Missions Live is here to reshape the way you see missions. It's time for missionaries to rise up, create a shift in perspective, a change, a revolution in the way things are done and give you the real story. One of abundance, fulfillment, and privilege. My name is Aaron Jennings, and welcome to Watch Missions Live. Hey everybody, welcome to Watch Missions Live podcast. And again, we have Michael Abdo on here, and he's going to interview me again, because we want to have some perspective from the other side. Welcome, Michael. Yes, sir. How you doing, Aaron? Good. Hey, just in case it's the first episode that everybody listens to and they never listen again, tell us about <laughs> yourself real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, um, I was born and raised here in Iowa. Um, I was born to uh, Christian parents and a uh, family who was always focused on missions. So I've, I've grown up. I was actually five years old when I went on my first church plant. Um, and as I've gotten older um, and I've pursued the Lord myself, I have uh, continued to make missions a priority. I actually went up to Madison, Wisconsin, uh, just about uh, a year and a half ago or so on a church plant. Um, recently have moved back here to Iowa City um, and just in the last couple months have gotten in connection with you, Aaron, and what you guys are doing at Watch Missions Live. So that's kind of how our two worlds have collided up to this point. Yep. And um, we're bringing a lot of the business into the mission side. So... Um, Michael, me, and everybody else on staff, for the most part, has some sort of podcast or business they're launching on their own, which yep. falls in line with a lot of what we're doing. Um, but today, he's going to interview me specifically about the Monora. And so I'm going to let him go ahead and take this interview and ask some questions, and then I'll just respond there. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So, Aaron, I know just have been, uh, been a part of the team. Uh, one of the stories that I have always appreciated and really related to um, is this story that you talk about of Watch Missions Live being our monra um, and being the monra for the Lord in his stories. Um, so I'm curious, for people who have never heard of the monra story or what the monra is, can you explain to us what that is? Absolutely. So when um, my wife and I, when we had quit, sold everything and went into missions, um, the main place where God sent us was Thailand. And we had actually moved one-way tickets to Thailand. And um, there was a lot of things that happened there, even to make that trip happen that shouldn't have happened. So there's God <laughs> stories along that whole trip. And then when we got to Thailand, um, a Buddhist lady had built a house for us to live in for free the whole time we were there. And she took care of us. 
And while we were living in this bamboo hut on her bamboo farm, which was um, awesome, <laughs> living in a beautiful <laughs> bamboo farm in our own little cool bamboo place, um, the walls were like just woven bamboo, you know, just inch strips of bamboo, just woven back and forth. And um, so, you know, there's holes all over in it, little ones, right, where light comes through, but they're not real soundproof or anything. And there was, there's plenty of nights where um, we would set up, we would not be able to sleep because we'd be listening to music and singing and really loud talking over um, microphones and PA systems. And we were in an area where we didn't speak enough Thai to really get in depth with people, you know, and they didn't speak English. There was nobody in our area. There was one person that spoke English in our area and that was it. And so we wanted to know what's going on that we're not able to sleep. And it's what's called a monora. And in the monora, when they're praying to their God and their God answers a prayer, then they put on a monora. They have mm. a professional company come in and build a stage that takes up like their entire yard. You'd think a concert <laughs> was going on. They hire Thai traditional dancers to come in and put on Thai traditional dance. They get food and drink and anybody and everybody that walks by or hears the music is welcome to come hang out, eat and drink all night long. And the entire purpose is so that they can stand up on stage, pick up the microphone and tell anybody who will listen that their God answered their prayer. Hmm. And I was, once I learned about it, then I laid up at night listening to them thinking, man, that's awesome. They're worshiping the wrong God, but it's awesome. I absolutely love the fact that like they go and they spend all this money and time and they stay up all night just screaming about what their, their God did for them. And it made me question what I do for mine. Like, mm. you know, people gave us money for plane tickets. The airport stopped us and said, you can't leave the country with one-way tickets. And we told them what we were doing and they let us go. And then a Buddhist lady builds us a house to live in. And we're like, man, this is awesome. And we put it on our personal Facebook page. And then we're like, this is awesome. And, is, and that's it. And most people are like, hashtag blessed. And then that's it. They never say <laughs> anything else. And I'm like, man, I wish I had that. You know, I wish I could build a stage and just get a microphone and scream from the rooftops everything that my God did. And But as we learn the culture of missions, people are afraid to hear your stories because missionaries ask for money. Mm -hmm. And so um, a lot of people didn't want to hear our stories just by the mere fact of they were afraid that we would ask for money when we were done, even though we weren't raising money. But it's something we learned from being full-time missionaries. So how do you scream from the rooftops of how amazing your God is without losing funding? And that was a major question. And so this is part of what created Watch Missions Live to be what it is. Um, it's the live streaming platform where missionaries can jump on and go live like reality TV in the missions field. And they're not going live. They're not allowed to come on and ask for money. They are expected to come on and talk about how awesome their God is. It's a platform. Watch Missions Live is my stage. But if I'm the only one screaming for it from it, there's still only so many stories that I can talk about my God doing. So Watch Missions Live has become my monorail. It's my stage for all missionaries to stand up and scream from the rooftops to anybody who will listen how awesome our God is and the things that he's doing. Amen.
Woo! I love it, man. I love it. I'm trying to keep them short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody who is list, who just heard that, whether it's the 10th time or the first time, and if they're feeling something where they're like, man, I, I love that. I want to know more. I want to be a part of that. What can, uh, what can somebody do right here, right now um, to be a part of that? So Watch Missions Live podcast is our platform for you to scream about what God's doing right now. Um, you can't come on and talk denomination. You can't ask for money. It's literally a place where you're expected to tell God stories about how awesome he is, and that's it. So if you want to be interviewed on the podcast, um, you can jump on there, and, or you can schedule an interview with me. We jump on a Zoom call just like this, and we ask how, what your ministry is, how you got into it, and we have you share a God story. It's literally that simple. If you have a platform and you want to help us get our message out or tell the story for you, you can book an interview with me. And I will come on to your platform, podcast, YouTube, whatever it is, and we can tell the story and tell you more about it. If you just want to help with Watch Missions Live, you feel like this is something that uh, you could get behind, you just want to learn more about it, same thing. You can schedule a call for me, and I can tell you more about it in depth and kind of see where God has you and see if it's something where you could work with us. Um, and we'll put all the links in all the, um, the episodes. That way, you can just click the links and schedule whatever you'd like to right here on the episode. So. Make it easy to find. Right on. Perfect. Awesome, brother. Hey, I appreciate you sharing that. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate your time jumping on and at least asking the question. <laughs> yes, sir. The one done. <laughs> we'll have to do some more of these. We'll make it happen. All right, man. Well, hey, for everybody listening, I appreciate your time, and we will catch you on the next episodes. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Hey, thank you for your time. Please remember to rate and subscribe. After being a full-time missionary, I got tired of people looking at me like it must be really hard to do what you do. And they'd say things like, I'd love to be able to do something like that, but insert excuse. When the real reason was because they saw what we were doing as a sacrifice. That to do missions work, they would have to give up everything that quite honestly was forcing them to do things they didn't like for people they couldn't stand so they could afford things that they didn't need. The truth is, as full-time missionaries, it was one of the few times in my life when I was truly fulfilled. It was the closest to God I'd ever been. Debt-free, not stressed, and living the life of an adventure I'd always wanted. If you too believe that it's time for a change, then head over to watchmissionslive.com and join the revolution.